0: Hello, everybody. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says, episode number four, four, two. Now, as some of you may know, uh, Saturday was the ninth anniversary of this podcast. Yes, I've been doing this podcast for nine damn years. You know, you've been doing something for a long period of time. I'm 53. I'll be 54 on Thursday. So, I started this podcast when I was in my forties. And <laughs> when you go back, when I go back and listen to some of the earlier episodes, I can hear a difference in my voice in the almost decade since, uh, I started doing this podcast, which is really weird when you're in your, in the middle age part of your life and you still can detect a change in your voice. Now, in my case, obviously, as any people who've been listening to me for the entire time know, my voice has gotten deeper and sexier, so it's not a problem. I mean, I'm not like regular people where whose voices get worse. My voice has gotten... In fact, I'm actually feeling myself up right now. <laughs> Don't judge me. I was doing that anyway. <laughs> no, I'm not. Hold on. Yay. Okay. <laughs> this got weird. Let's do the podcast now. <laughs> You know, so thank you very much to the for the uh, happy birthdays to the show. I appreciate it. And thank you in advance for the happy birthdays that will be coming on online to me. I know you're going to do it. And I want to say thank you very, very much in advance for that. And for those of you that don't, your mamas are all ugly. (laughs) That's why that that was wrong. Okay, I mean, she is ugly, but I shouldn't have said it. Wow, that's even worse. Never mind. Let's do the podcast. Let's do the podcast. No seriousness, thank you guys. Now, I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and all that other kind of stuff. And I'm seeing people talk about how they're going to get rid of Twitter and leave Twitter and dump Twitter and get off of Twitter if if Captain Tesla takes over Twitter. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not leaving Twitter and I'm not leaving any of the social media because, quite frankly, they all stink. They're all great, but they also all stink. I see a lot of alternatives and I may join some of the alternatives. If the alternatives to Twitter are interesting or cool, they have some cool features or they seem like a fun environment to go to, I will go there. Not because I'm hiding from Twitter owned by Captain Tesla, but because it's a fun place to be. It's like going, it's like bar hopping when you know, when you were young, I, well, you know, when you are young, maybe when you were in college, you go bar hopping, hop, go to this bar then that bar then this bar then that bar. You have a great time. That's what social media is like for, for us. Now you're big, Basically bar hopping because Lord knows there's a whole lot of drunk people on every damn one of those (laughs) social media sites. And if you do go to one of those sites, uh, leaving Twitter or Facebook or whatever you leave, you have to realize that in the beginning, it's a new social media thing. It's new. It's new. So, of course, because it's new, the problems haven't traveled to it yet. It's like when you're in a new relationship. He or she or they are in a fantastic, they're in their best behavior because they haven't gotten you yet. They haven't got, they, they maybe they want to get it on me through and that was the goal. I don't really want a relationship, but they look at you and they're like, I want some of that person. I want to get it on with them. So they're going to be on their best behavior till they get you in the bedroom, wear your ass out, tear you up and blow you out. And then they're like, wow, that was great. <laughs> That's what I wanted. I'm leaving now. Or you tear each other up and they're like, Um, I need a whole lot more of this, so I'm going to pretend like I enjoy being in a relationship because I need some more of this. Or you may actually find you do like the person and everything's great. But after a while, after a while, even in the best relationships, you find out being around that person for a long period of time that they were huge, a pain in the buttocks. Even people you love are huge pains in the buttocks. But the positives in them are so overwhelming that you don't mind that they're huge pains in the buttocks. I had one girlfriend who was just wonderful and beautiful and sexy and delicious and incredible and all of that kind of crap. And it was fantastic 95% of the time. The other 5% of the time, ooh, not to be indelicate, but when she would come out of the bathroom, you would have thought that someone had dragged in cattle and burned them alive in the bathroom because that's what it smelled like when she walked out. If I showed you a picture of her, you'd think she was this beautiful dainty. She's the most beautiful the cutest little pixie. She's beautiful. She's a beautiful get You open up the bathroom door and you're sitting there going, can we call the police? I think there's some dead bodies in here. She didn't have bad hygiene, but for whatever reason, when she sat down and she wasn't going number one, if she was going number two, I had to contemplate the relationship. I almost broke up with her once a day because that's how many times she'd take my bathroom and make me decide if I need to go to Lowe's and find if they have some flame retardant paint because it smelt like burnt death in the bathroom. <sighs> right? And every once in a while we'd go out, 95% of the time she was great. But if somebody who was a fan of mine showed up and they had seen me on something or heard me on something, I, like I say, I'm not a famous guy, but I've been around for a while and i performed. And when I go places where I used to perform a lot, you know people know who I am sometimes and I, and I show up and and you oh S. Anthony you're funny you're the greatest and I remember that thing you did about and she rattles off a joke from 10 acts ago because she's been a fan of mine for that length of time and the girlfriend normally she's all smiling and proud and stuff but don't let a, a somebody who's smoking dope and crap duple quintuple hot come up with that crap she's okay with it. you're funny can I shake your hand can I take a picture sign something because I'm not famous but if it lasts more than in about 8 seconds. Oh. Who, 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 who. Only thing missing is Dana White or Vince McMahon because she's about to whoop somebody's ass. Only thing missing is the glass breaking sound effect and the Stone Cold Steve Austin music. That's the only thing missing. Okay. And it was a rarity, but when it happened, oh, that thing in the bathroom wasn't a rarity. What was rare was the fact that I survived the smell. I'll just light a match in the bathroom. Yeah, I'll light a match next to a nuclear weapon. I'm sure that will stop that too. <laughs> I'm trying not to be indelicate, but that, th- but that was just a wit. You just sometimes you see a person and you just can't picture one thing and the other thing happening at the same time. You can't picture this woman who looked like a miniature Victoria's Secret model dropping bombs. I'm a grown man, and I, you walk out the bathroom, you barely smell anything. But when she oh, oh, I'm bringing up bad memories, and I know. You're listening to this podcast and you gave me permission to talk about it, but I'm not gonna mention your name. And you still have that problem because I was hanging out with you and and your dude who's a friend of mine now as well. And even he's like, I I I so it was like that back then. I am also contemplating the wedding. I'm I'm about to divorce and leave it with the kids. No, I'm about to
1: take the kids because I don't want her to kill the kids with her butt hair. <laughs>
0: Moving on. But it's sometimes in the beginning, you know, things are great and it's, it's, it's just so fantastic and amazing in the beginning. And then things change. Right. I'll tell you about something else that changed, which actually kind of disappointed me, which is really weird. I had some when I was when I was a kid, I would stay at my grandmother's house because my grandmother was very, very, very close to the grade school. So i would be dropped off there early in the morning. You know, your parents, your parents or your parents go to work and the school is like right down the block or across the street or whatever. And I'd go to school right there. And of course, because my grandmother was right there, it was easy for me to walk down. I forgot I was either down the block or across the street. whatever it was close enough where they were comfortable with a young kid. Oh, it was across the street. Uh, yeah across the street so it was it was cool it was no, no big deal i could see grandma i remember now yeah i could see my grandmother's house for one of my classes so yeah it was across the street damn i forgot about that It was across the street right so it was okay for me to go across it was across the street no big deal <clears throat> Right. And when I was a kid, I would sit there at my grandmother's house and I would watch TV programs and we'd watch game shows and we'd watch TV programs and old TV programs and things of that nature. Right. And I started to really love some of the actors and game show hosts that, that were around when I was a kid. Right. And obviously you become a teenager and now you're, you're going out with girls and hanging out with your friends and all of that kind of crap. So you don't watch as much TV, but you have fond Memories of the performer, of the actor, of the game show host, of whatever. And time passes. Then you become like I am now, a middle aged guy, right? And Twitter, Facebook it gives you an insight into the people because now you have more interactions with people like I was saying with the dating when you're around people all the time in the beginning they're on their best behavior right in the beginning you're not around them as much in the beginning they're there and you're here so you just see them on their best behavior so when you saw this actor this singer this dancer this comedian this writer and you saw them on tv as a kid or as a young adult all you saw them was at their best behavior you didn't have that many interactions with them so over the course of time you have fond memories of them right it's a common of them doing their art and you enjoying their art and also spending time with your grandparents and all of that kind of crap but as a middle aged man who is on Twitter ooh, you start to find out that the people that you love back in the day are huge are pieces of crap They spout views that make you wonder that they always feel this way. I remember seeing somebody that I used to just absolutely love as a host of a game show a long time ago when I was a kid. And then I saw some of the dudes tweets and Facebook posts and I'm sitting there going, I'm literally was sitting there being a big fan of somebody who obviously was not a big fan of. Me, oh, my grandparents who I was watching the show with, not a big fan based on some of the things that you said. Oh, no. And then you find us some actors that you love. Oh, right. Some singers that you love. Ah, Oh, and it kind of ruins everything for you see nowadays the audiences are broken up into such chunks that you really don't need a big audience to make a good sum of money you can literally find someone who spews hateful things disgusting things you can find a nice size audience of people that like that and if you play it just right grift just right lie just right take advantage just right you can very comfortably if you were a celebrity in the past and have kind of a built-in audience name recognition wise, you can kind of find just enough of those people who will be rabidly behind what you're saying to make about a million or two bucks, two million a year. I'm not going to mention any names, but I've seen some people that I used to love as a kid and didn't realize that they had these weird views and are making a couple million dollars or more a year just saying outrageous stuff. They get to play small theaters, maybe. They get to do a podcast, maybe. Maybe they have a radio program or some kind of online something. And they get to do it. Oh, and under the radar, the vast majority of people don't realize that this person has taken a turn for the nutcasey. right? They don't know this person turned into a piece of crap or pretending to be a piece of crap just to get the money. But because you don't need a big audience... You don't need a big audience. You need a tiny audience that's rabid. And you can make a lot of money. And you know some of these people have figured it out. They're sitting there going, man, I haven't had a hit in a while. I can't get a job on TV. Uh, Let me look online. Say, wait a second. There's a section of the audience that believes lots of crazy crap. And I really don't give a crap if I'm a big star. I just want to make some money. Uh, If I spew, let me just spew one little bit of craziness and see if I get some attention, I'll tweet it out, people from group A suck, let me sit back and
1: wait, you're right Frank, those people stink, you're right Frank, you're right Frank, you're right, right, right on Frank, get them, Frank,
0: ah, I'm getting attention. I'll do it again. Did I mention that people from Group A should not be allowed to do this that everyone else does?
1: Get him Frank! You're the best Frank! Yeah Frank you're a real man Frank! Yeah Frank you're the best Frank! Get him Frank! Stop him Frank!
0: ha! <laughs> this is great. I'll just say lots of crazy crap and get all the money. <laughs> you know what? Redheads deport them.
1: Yeah, that's right, Frank. Redheads, get them out of here. What's with the red hair? What kind of crap is that? Who has red hair? Every time I see a red hair person right now, from now on, I'm going to have a... I'm going to put up a sign that says redhead people stink. That's right.
0: Yeah, that's right. Okay. What's another small portion of the population that's too small to be able to... Ah, I'll do People over six foot five are garbage.
1: Yeah, Frank, I'm only five, ten. I hate people that are that tall. Yeah, Frank, get him, Frank. Yeah, those tall bastards, get him, Frank.
0: Yeah, this is great. I'm loving it. Okay, I got uh, pissed off the redhead, but there's only like nine of them. I pissed off the tall people. They ain't gonna do anything to me. what other small group can i get i need a small group that can't do anything to me that i can harass but they don't have any political power let's see. let's see ah i know what i'll do with that you know i think left-handed people are the devil
1: that's right frank get those left-hand bastards. oh uh, frank i was agreeing with everything until you uh you
0: said redhead i'm sorry not you said left-handed people i'm left-handed then maybe you should learn to be right-handed and then you can join us in the hate you're right. I can learn to write with my other hand and then I can join in hating with
1: people. It's going to take me a few months, but I'll be back listening to you once I
0: a few months later.
1: Hey, hey, Frank, I can write with my right, my right hand. So you're right. Left-handed people suck. Hate, 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 hate. <laughs> right? Because
0: you have to realize they don't have to have a gigantic audience to be successful. They just need a small, rabid audience that they can grift from. It's like the difference between a forest fire and a coal fire, right? The forest fire would be the big attention. You know, the forest fire would be superstardom where everyone sees. And obviously a forest fire is a bad thing, but you get the point I'm making, right? It's a big deal. Okay, you know what? Let me get forest fire out of this, because People are going to go, why are you saying forest fire? Forest fire is as disruptive as Anthony. You should use something else in your metaphor. Okay, fireworks. How about we say a fireworks show How about that That's much better we can't complain about that Fantastic person who hasn't complained yet I'll use fireworks instead So shut up punk You really shouldn't be saying shut up punk to people Hey 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 That's one of my best catchphrases So shut up punk Back to what I was saying So being a star is like fireworks Like a fireworks show But a fireworks show is very very expensive You can't do that right You know But the coal fire is controlled. It's small, right? Maybe it's the fire in your heater. It's a tiny fire compared to the fireworks, right? they both have fire involved with them, but the fireworks show is big and massive, but you can't afford that. But you can do the coal fire because it's small. Yeah. And that's what a small audience can be like for you. They can give you just enough of what you want without having to worry about dealing with the other stuff. The coal fire heats up just your house. And if you have a small audience that's rabid and likes hateful things that you say and stupid things that you say and bigoted things that you say and anti-gay things that you say and racist things that you say, you can say those things and the small audience will just keep handing your money and buying your t-shirts and coming to your small shows and doing all these other kind of things and coming to your book signers and you'll make just enough money to live a happy, happy life even though the overwhelming majority of people will be disappointed and disgusted by you. And that's the thing I'm talking about, you know, in the beginning, it seems like a good idea. Maybe I will leave Twitter if it becomes too bad, but most likely I won't, right? Or I'll join another place and see what happens. But the only reason I was thinking about that was because, like I said, I, I started to see people on Twitter that I, that I grew up with, I didn't grow up, with, but I mean, I grew up watching them and it just, you know, I was just so disappointed in some of those people. It was like, uh you know, and they all, you know, and I didn't think about leaving Twitter. The only time I really think about leaving Twitter is when it becomes boring. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're, or if you're, if you're putting something out there and nobody notices it. But then I realize, I just don't give a shit. <laughs> it's like once I put an idea out there, it's not mine anymore. It's gone. It's out into the ether, unless it. You know, starts to generate some money, and then I uh, reserve the right to take the idea back and get paid. <laughs> I had to put that in for legal reasons. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna pull this video. You're not gonna pull this podcast up five years from now when I say something cool. It turns into a T-shirt. Somebody steals my idea, and then I have to sue them a or beat their punk ass to get my. I mean, not that I would beat their punk ass because that because by saying now that I would beat their punk ass, they could come back in the future and go see back in the past. He said that he would beat the ass of somebody and then called them the punk ass. So we would like to sue him and say that it was premeditated. So future person, if you steal my idea, of course, if I, in fact, do beat your punk ass, it's not because I'm saying it now. I'm saying now that it's wrong. <laughs> is that enough to save me?
1: No, it is it's not enough to save me. You're screwed, buddy. you even edited it out or deal with it
0: get out. Anyway, folks. So, when people ask me if I will leave Twitter if Captain Tesla takes over, nah. Cuz if you go to another social media site, it's 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 going to be the same thing eventually. If everybody leaves Twitter to go to whatever the next thing is, it's like a party, you know when you throw a party in your house, if you have 5 people, hey man, don't worry about that party over there where those people are getting rowdy. You come to my party, man, and you go to another party and go, hey, there's six of us here. This is fun. Yeah, it's very, it's very cool and chill and laid back. And then six more people come. oh, you know, now we have 11 people here instead of 12 It's 15 people. And eventually the party starts to become popular and people start going, hey, that party that we weren't paying attention to that nobody was at. It's becoming popular. Let's go to it. And then the big number of people go to it. And when the number gets big enough, the jackass is going to go, hey, let's go fuck that party up too. You know, every, I mean, we fuck up every party of the other party we go to. They seem to be having a great time over there. We can't have that. So let's go over there and act like jackasses, which is exactly what will happen. No matter what you do, after you've been around for a while, the jackasses will all come. Now, I'm not saying, like I said, once again, If there's other platforms that are cool, I will probably go over there, too, and enjoy them, too. But I'm not just going to jump off of one platform because somebody else jumps on. That's not my flow. And besides, like I said, eventually, any place you go, once it becomes more successful, the jackasses will follow. You know, you put content on YouTube soon as you start to gain a little traction, all of a sudden you start getting thumbs down on innocuous stuff. or You started getting troll comments from jackasses. It's just part of the game. It's going to happen and there's really nothing you can do about it. Okay, so just realize that and don't think that you're going to go someplace and it's going to be some kind of oasis. If you're online and the general public has has access to it, the overwhelming majority of people are probably going to be cool. But there's going to be just enough jackasses to make it uncomfortable. That's just the way it is. You know what I'm talking about. You've had Thanksgiving dinners. <laughs> you know, Mabel has really good Thanksgiving dinner. Let's start inviting some of the other cousins. Yeah. And two years later, let's never have Thanksgiving again because of the gunfights that were in the basement. So you know So you know what I'm talking about. So, folks, that's my take. Okay. So much love to you all. That has been episode 442. Once again, thank you very much for all the love for the nine years I've been doing this podcast. Much love to you all. And thank you. Like I said, thank you in advance because I know you're going to be saying happy birthday to me uh, in a few days when I turn 54. So thank you in advance for that. If you really want to give me an early birthday present or. Just because I want you to do it no matter what. (laughs) If you like this podcast, please make sure that you leave rate and review this podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Share the podcast on social media. Leave five star reviews and make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. You bastards. Okay. much love to you all. And I will see you again next time. Take care.